Um, so there's a bit of that, um, which is quite interesting Where's as well. Where's my penis? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the vibe. That's, that's Someone exactly clip okay, right my days. Exactly. <laughs> Someone clip that and use that for uh, put that, that on was, a soundboard. That was a tagline um, for the poster, right? <laughs> yes, that's it. Yeah. Stop, real scum! You violated the law. Who? Us? What have we done? You have committed atrocities against mankind. Uh, is it the podcast? Is it that? Affirmative. The subjects known as Matt, Mark, Sam, and Addison must comply, or you will be terminated. Ah, uh, come on. Our opinions aren't that controversial. Maybe Addison's. But, but, we've done nothing illegal! By the order of Article 69420, no podcasts are allowed to operate under the regime. All citizens must comply. Oh, fucking hell, boys, run! You cannot escape the regime. You will be hunted and destroyed. Hello, and welcome back to The Tepid Take. I'm Matt, and I'm joined by my co-hosts once again. I'm joined by Sam, Mark, and Addison. But we've also got a special guest today. We've got our friend Trevor joining us today. Hello, Trevor. We finally got him on. Howdy. We finally got him on. It's our second guest. You've heard his voice many times. You've heard his scream. (laughs) Long-time listener, first-time caller. (laughs) So Trevor has a uh, Twitch channel called Distant Knave, so go go and follow him. He's uh, he's a funny Good guy. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> funny ha, not funny ha, funny weird. <laughs> no, and I wouldn't say that. I do have <laughs> a, a uh, reference. I do have a little sound bite from, uh, from his stream. Fuck. Oh God! <laughs> Always the. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm so sorry about that. Oh my Everybody god! Always that it. scream. Always that scream. That it is was, like uh, it, it was. It was. <laughs> yeah. It is so natural that because it's that's genuinely how I would react in that situation, which is funny but not good because I'd die. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. That re- was a revelation. I don't know how else you would react though if you got cornered by a xenomorph. Uh, yeah. yeah. What would no, you do? The, the, That's probably the, the whole thought. Thing. Like everyone will, everyone watches those kind of films and games and stuff, right? And they think, "Oh, I'll, I'll survive because I can hold my breath. I can be silent. I be qu- I can be quiet." No, that illusion has been shattered for me. I would be screaming like that all, all day long. <laughs> I think most people would, though. It's just not yeah. a natural thing, yeah. is it, to be chased yeah. down a fucking corridor? Yeah. I remember like joining that stream that night but like after that had happened and i was like oh you know hi trevor and you're like hi and you're like you're like sam i just did like the loudest scream i had to apologize <laughs> to my audience so i was like it can't be that bad and then when i found out i was like it oh was my god that's the best thing I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah amazing brilliant um so we're going to be talking about uh dystopian films our favorite dystopian films i suppose um but first slash media because <laughs> we're not all doing films yeah. Slash media, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Most of us are doing films. <laughs> um first though, I wanna I've got a little quiz for Trevor to do. Oh boy. This is this is Mark's idea. But, Can I um, pass right. is it like Oh why'd you throw me under the bus? <laughs> <laughs> so if it goes horribly wrong, you know who to blame. Yeah. So basically I'm gonna give you some scenarios and you have to give me the uh, one of the answers. Oh god. Okay. So <laughs> you're watching TV, suddenly you realise there's a wasp crawling on your arm. You A, swat, B, squash, C, savor, or D, trap. I know what you're doing. I think, to be honest, E, scream. Um, <laughs> uh, 
what so what were the options because genuinely so, i'm 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 thinking to myself uh i know myself i i really don't like wasps i really don't like no, wasps. i don't either yeah um so, and it's embarrassing because it's like it's like i become so okay i'm not very i'm not a very masculine person in general but i become so unmasculine when i see a wasp <laughs> i literally like no i i i get up <laughs> I feel like I, everyone does i start everyone away <laughs> yeah yeah so i think it'd probably be e none of the above i would scream and run but that's not <laughs> options you got you gotta pick okay. one okay oh, he's a replicant okay <laughs> okay what was what was um what so was squat, a? squash saver yeah, or trap oh. Yeah, like color oh, uh, Yeah, yeah. It's because I've hit the. It's a, It's because I hit that. I have a really cheap cord. Um, it'll come back. Just ignore it. Just <laughs> I decided uh, I'm done. This is fun, guys. Nice knowing you. I want that like Fallout. Like, uh, oh yeah, like <laughs> we'll be back shortly. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would hit. I would. I would choose a SWAT. Okay, SWAT. Okay, right. Cool. So. Second question. I don't know how long this is. I don't, I don't know why I didn't realize this is like this is like the Voight comp test. Oh yeah, <laughs> it yeah. is. Yeah. So I you want pass to of Trevor's eye. <laughs> yeah, you pass a homeless person. Addison does not. It's a cold night <laughs> in a big city. You fumble for change, but a ten-pound note drops into their lap. You a leave it, b swap it for small change, c say it was deliberate, or d double it. Double you know down. What? I'd say C. It was deliberate. That's a good answer. Good answer. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you save face that way. That's good. Yeah, no, no, I think I would probably do the same, actually. Um, although I don't know why you're fumbling over your wallet over them. It's a bit odd. But... It's a bit <laughs> odd, but let yeah. me not judge. A friend offers you tequila. They're a good friend. Uh, in the glass lies a worm. Time to A. Drink it and enjoy the ritual. B. Do nothing to mask your disgust. C, refuse it politely, or D, pick it out. Mm, C, refuse it politely. Okay, yeah. Mark, did you get that from Hellbender? <laughs> it wasn't me. I just gave the idea to Matt. And Matt's oh, okay. <laughs> so Matt wrote, the, Matt wrote the questions, did he? <laughs> I, I will say at the end. So, this is fucking deep, this one. Jesus. Uh, now and then you <laughs> contemplate life alone. <laughs> is it... It is A. Independent B. Inconceivable C. Insulting or D. Intriguing Mm. I'm I'm kind of leaning towards A, but D sounds intriguing Um, (laughs) It it sounds exactly like that You know what? I will go with A though Okay, A. A, cool I don't know how long this question is <laughs> you know you can cut at any like, point you want, right? 20, <laughs> yes, this 20, is it. I can't know because I need the answer. Otherwise, it's pointless. Right. You see a friend who has suffered bereavement. Afterwards, you feel A. Annoyed at their lack of engagement. B. Powerless to help. C. Saddened. Or D. Bored. It's nice. <laughs> You're fucking great. You're fucking sad. What the fuck? I'm, hey, I'm pissed it. off. Sam's <laughs> Sam's undergoing bereavement, but he hasn't been in my stream for a while. Okay. So A. Cool. Oh my god, there's another question. Oh my <laughs> god. Party. This is like an online test. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> this is one of those surveys you have to answer 50 questions to get paid like $5. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's exactly what it is. I'm going to get some money out of this. That's how we're keeping the lights on. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is sponsored by. At a party, a guest boasts of their perfect life. How do you respond? A, do you indulge them? B, do you try and outdo them? C, do you sit silently? Or D, do you mock them? Well, I've never sat silently in my life. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm a hater. So much like you, actually, Matt. Um, so, so I would go with uh, D. Yeah, mock them. Mock them. Okay. Finally, it is bring your work kids to work day. Your child misbehaves and is slapped by the boss. Fucking hell! What is your slapped. reaction? The boss yeah. is slapping my child. Yeah. Is it horror, acceptance, fury, or fear? No, it's reaction? fury. Come on now. Yeah, it's that's... fury. Okay. <laughs> Did I pass? Am I a replicant? You're probably not a replicant. You're 43% likely to be a replicant. That's still not great. That's pretty close. Really good. That's I'm going to be really keeping good. my eye on you, Trevor. <laughs> I mean, that's not good. You have a 43% I mean, <laughs> chance of not being a human. <laughs> not great someone called, someone called the Blade Runners. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, my yeah. days. Oh. oh, well, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Thank you, Matt. That's okay. Like I said, it was Mark's idea, and I just found literally <laughs> way to not take BF... accountability. It's on the take BFI website. Your... It's not strangely. a mad thing to do, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I gave you credit. I said it was your idea. I'm glad Trevor's on. We get to take the piss out of both Matt and Sam. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it'd be great fun. <laughs> Brilliant, funny. <laughs> right. Yeah, Sam Sam's out there thinking he's safe. He's not safe. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trevor, I know you've listened mm-hmm. to our podcast, but recently we changed our format and we sort of have a little little round the table sort of telling of what we do what we've done lately so okay. i'm gonna start i'm not gonna start with you first because i think that's yeah thank you for that um, yeah i'm gonna start with uh addison yeah um not been up to too much but i did watch all of chernobyl in one day which was a very oh my god day. one day how are you still here <laughs> listen i yeah. can't judge i'm a binge watcher i can't judge <laughs> yeah, um, me too. If I if I don't get it done in one thing, I'm probably not going to finish it. Mm. Oh, wow. um, I've seen but... the first two episodes of it, and yeah, <laughs> I'll let you. Talk it's just about. it's just so well made. Like everyone mm-hmm. I ever said, oh, I haven't watched that yet. Always went, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah um, no kidding. You'll fucking say it to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it is just so well made. Um, yeah, and super interesting to see how much they. Like kind of tried to cover up some certain mm. bits, yeah, uh, which mm. is stuff I wasn't aware of. Mm. No, no, because yeah. obviously neither, by no. the time we were aware of it, it was kind of all out in the open. Mm. Yeah, totally. yeah, it's yeah. I think the thing for I me was... is it's so like fucking real because obviously it did mm. happen, um, mm. and it's so recent, really. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, to, it's hard to like believe that it's not over. I guess, but it's mm. like they managed to sort of recover from it. Because it was such yeah. a big event. Yeah. I, just... I always found with the series, like, I never really understood the scale of the disaster. No, I didn't. No, I, like... thought, I thought it was just uh, isolated to, like, Pripyat. But it's not yeah, the case yeah. at all. Yeah. No, when they're like, if we don't stop this, it's going to, like, affect, like, most of Eastern Europe. And, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's when like, it hits whoa. Minsk, isn't it? It's like, okay. Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that's laughs> not even in the same country. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, mm. Oh, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it's a, it's definitely it's a very bleak series. But like said, as so yeah, yeah I'm not finding it, it, it. I mean, it is depressing, obviously, but I'm not finding it like it's making me depressed. I think it's more interesting than than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do. Like, there was that first twenty minute kind of adjustment period where mm. I was like, oh, everyone we're watching is gonna die in like five minutes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> It's just like the lack of knowledge that they all had about about <laughs> yeah. it, and you know they it, they said it was impossible to happen, and it obviously wasn't. Mm, <laughs> um, mm, mm. I mean, obviously, yeah. like I think it probably I don't know, it kind of like I guess people have learnt from that at, at least um, to sort of you know work on newer uh, nuclear reactors. Yeah, that there's probably a lot more safety measures because of that event, um, and so the I approach guess, like, also to like handling the the when it happens yeah because um, obviously japan had a similar situation with fukushima not too long ago um mm-hmm. they did yeah. it but mm-hmm. obviously japan doesn't have a whole lot of agricultural land because it's very mountainous um and it's you know very i mean there's very big islands but also yeah. you know there's a lot of people um so they really couldn't afford to give up that land so what they did um and what they didn't do in ukraine um was remove like all the topsoil all the radioactive topsoil um they've completely like just dug it all up and like left and put it somewhere safe um or buried it somewhere in some mountain as we do um so that it's actually like (laughs) yeah hide it (laughs) yeah people can live there again and they can go through and it's safe now obviously people that doesn't get people over like the the mental barrier of of eating something grown there that's the thing yeah but um, yeah but yeah I just couldn't imagine that. At all. Yeah, such a It'd weird be scenario. A difficult sell. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's like, just Pripyat like... is still not. Well, it's not populated, is it? It probably won't be. No, not really. There, there is some there. people that live just on the outskirts, but mm. obviously dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yes, mm. and the reactor four is covered now, isn't it? It's been covered by the casing, but I think that's mm. going to break down in like a hundred years, and they have to think of a new process. Yeah, yeah. I think they said it was a hundred years. That's mad. That it's, it's... wow such a fucking long lasting thing and it's yeah. still yeah mm, radiation is like a thousand years isn't it or something mm. like that yeah I think it's like just I like think, uh, in the show they said like 24,000 years or something yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just yeah. like inconceivable isn't it like mm. it is yeah and just like, like radiation is such a fucking scary it's just terrifying it's just so unknown it's, I think mm, yeah it's scary man yeah like especially um I went you know again you start to see how it affects people who've mm. been hit by heavy radiation. Mm. You say you don't want to go into spoilers <laughs> about something that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But, like, um, but it's just like some of the effects that they pull off in mm. that show, how it affects the body. It's just like horrific. Yeah. I know, and the acting yeah. is like so good when they when they do react to it. It's like you really feel like they're in. That I, I would genuinely say this is one of the best acted things i've yes. ever seen it is just, yeah it is good there's some great actors in absolutely it. Um, phenomenal. yeah it's also got Jared paul Ritter in it which is um yeah sad in a way yeah because he couldn't have died too much he must have this. that must have been one of the last things he did i imagine yeah, yeah. but um oh yeah that's right he from friday the, night uh, dinner yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's in some yeah, Bond films as well, I think, isn't he? <laughs> Do you know what? I, I had no idea he's that was him film. until... I think it was he's when in, he um, passed away. What's he in? Is he in Quantum of Solace or something? Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, yeah. I can, he's in the 
weird theater bit, isn't it? Yeah, in the theater bit, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid I can't remember anything from Quantum of Solace. No. no. <laughs> that's I'm literally all very I remember. surprised I remembered that. Yeah, that's literally the only thing I remember from it. I, yeah. I can it's remember good. that oh, yeah, theater thing, but I can't remember him like no. being in it at all. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I wouldn't say he's in it much. No, no. it's got Skellen Skarsgård as well. Skellen Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, he's good. Um, which he's really good in it as well. But it's just mm. weird that there's so many like British accents in it. It's kind of like what? what? <laughs> yeah, it takes a like a slight it bit. Takes of a bit like it? yeah, like yeah. They, there's bits where they like there are people talking, uh, either Russian or Ukrainian. Is Ukrainian mm. a language? Yeah, I think it is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like you go from that to like the English accents from <clears> English. It's like okay, this is odd. I think like Pick I don't know one. if they've done that now. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's 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 strange because you know you got the success of Squid Game, which is which is in Korean. Mm. Um, yeah, I think they probably would have taken the risk now with actually doing it with Ukrainian actors. Yeah, I guess they wouldn't at the moment because uh, I mean yeah. it, that will be based on who's doing the production company. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's going um, yeah, to be easy to get Sky and HBO Max. Yeah, HBO. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, it's obviously pretty English markets with America. Yeah, and, and they probably would be the ones to take the they do want to risk it yeah mm. which yeah. is yeah i don't know that kind of takes away from the realism to me but yeah it's, it's very good though yeah yeah like the retelling is so good um i just find it so interesting like mm. all the science behind it yeah, yeah. i say it's definitely worth looking at some documentaries when you're finished and there also is it's a really bad horror but i've got to mention it anyway chernobyl diaries as well that's set in pripyat that is a bad horror it is a bad horror <laughs> but i kind of love it just because of the setting is that the one that's like found footage? Yeah, film? almost. Yeah, right. Okay, it yeah, is found footage, but the quality is too good to be found footage. If that makes <laughs> yeah. sense. That's like most of these days. Like, yeah, exactly. Out, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate stalker... about the original Blair Witch because it's it seems so yes. like real. It was like the audio yeah. quality is crap and yeah. like mm. yeah. It's I like it was stalker... one of those. Yeah, it was Blair Witch is one of those. Um, it broke the mold, but like basically everything else felt kind of like a copycat, even if it was yeah. completely different. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you feel like you've seen mm. it before. You don't want to see it again. Um, yeah, yeah. But, mm. It's kind of rare that you get like uh, you've had the odd ones. Like um, we talked about Cloverfield in our yeah, that last was episode, mm. Uh, mm. which kind of nailed it. And then obviously, like the first Paranormal Activity was a big one, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never really got into it. Myself. No, no, but um, cool. That's good. I'm yeah. currently watching it, and hopefully, I don't think. Well, I'm on. I'm on the third episode now, so I don't. I think I'm getting. Yeah, it's it. not many. It's very long. You've got five, no, isn't no. it? Yeah, I'm yeah, enjoying it. To, it's, um... It was a heavy day. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> I'm not doing it in a day because I think I would be too sad mm. by the end of it. <laughs> yeah, there's one episode that's going to destroy you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, is it going to radiate me? <laughs> <laughs> you will get radiation. Yeah, you only my iodine tablets. Make sure you got like a fucking lens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sam, what have you been up to? So I finally watched the thing. The thing. Um, the thing we've talked about. Well, the 2011. He watched the OG OG one, the one from 51. <laughs> 51. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I do kind of want to watch it. I found out that um, John Carpenter references that in Halloween. Now, um, I, I thought I was going to uh, use that as a nice little Easter egg for you folks, but you beat me to it. You <laughs> like, can I say that word on this? I'm not sure. You can, say whatever <laughs> you like. yeah. you can oh. swear. It's fine. <laughs> oh, well, good to know. 
Uh, that is um, really funny though. I saw that when um I was because uh when Mark was talking about the Halloween series, I mean I must have been was in October time probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I was listening to that episode. I mean I like, with Mark what? it could be any week. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I was uncertain. But I, yeah. when, when I listened to that, I, I thought to myself, no, now it is time to rewatch Halloween, at least the original one and probably the second one. Um, yeah. And I did catch that. And I was like, wait a second. That's another John Carpenter film. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, <laughs> they referenced the 51 one. I think they might yeah. have, I think they might have edited it in like subsequent releases. So it is like his film. But oh, right. Really? I, what I what don't is know. the reference? Is uh, well, you know, when the kids are TV. Yeah. Before the murdering. Uh... Well, before a lot of the murdering happens. Um, the kids are watching a horror film, aren't they? Because it's Halloween. Um, mm. So the, she's oh, yeah. made them popcorn and whatever. And they're sat watching it. And it's, they're watching The Thing. Or, well, the 1951 one. Um, but yeah, it's, I, yeah, I saw that. And I thought, that's funny. It's kind of cool. It's, it's yeah. pretty cool. Um, because usually yeah. they use Night of the Living Dead, don't they? Because that's the one that hasn't got <laughs> trademarking or any license mm. into it. They fucked up when they released it. So it was just like, mm. really? For everyone. Yeah. Oh my God, I never knew that. <laughs> oh my days. <laughs> That's I didn't know good. that. That is really cool. <laughs> but um, yeah, like uh, I don't know why I just never sat down and watched the thing. It's mm. I kind of feel like it is like a recommended film, but it's not as recommended to say something like. I mean, I've been telling you for at least ten years <laughs> to watch it. Yep. <laughs> In October, oh, Addison, Addison went to town and told you to fucking watch it as well. <laughs> besides, Addison constantly recommending. It. But um, but yeah, because. I, I kind of yeah went into it. I I like knew the gist of what it was about, and I knew it's it was like us, right? it's among us, yeah, it's among us. The film. I hate you. Mm. I hate you. <laughs> yes. It did kind of make me want to play Among Us though. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh like, oh, well, check this game out finally. It is literally <laughs> Among Us the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I was uh, I was thoroughly impressed. Like it's actually a really fucking good film. Like, it is a really fucking good film. Yeah. The thing yeah. about the thing is. It, it, it was it was like when it released it was a flop wasn't it like it barely it broke even it had yeah. like nothing but negative critiques they were all, all you know all of them were saying yeah. oh it's horrible film horrible film but now if we think back it's actually considered one of the best sci-fi horror films and yeah. it's definitely a cult favorite and it's, it yeah. definitely inspired other things yeah um, yeah like so one thing that um i i was kind of seeing a lot in it which um i think the series took heavy inspiration from it's actually like Resident Evil. Like, okay. a lot of the transformations of the thing um, really reminded me of like Resident Evil 2, where mm. you have the main monster called William who keeps transforming. Right. And like, the initial scene where it like reveals itself. Resident Evil like, 2? Oh, the film. Huh? Oh, the film. Well, no, no, the game. What the fuck is William? <laughs> He's the. the... <laughs> He's oh, like the scientist. Who is he the eyeball guy? Injected. Eyeball on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking William. <laughs> <laughs> William. Um, yeah, so that initial scene where it just like where it first bursts out of the dog and it just like keeps fucking growing, which is amazing. I think that's like the best reveal scene of it. It's mm. so good. Yeah. It is. Just the um, effects are incredible, aren't they? They oh, really are so good. good. They stand up really well. Yeah. 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 They actually do. Like, because. 40 years. That's that's a hard that's a hard thing to do. Yeah, yeah. and I I've seen some of the clips of the 2011 version. <laughs> um, and because I I know that they planned to do practical but then the producers said They no, did them like, and then animated over them. <laughs> oh the, my god. I want to see if the version heard. of that film where they like take yeah. take that away. <laughs> um 
and it's just like it's fucking night and day man like the practicals compared mm. to the cgi mm. like, yeah i mean that that one looked dated within a year mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah it just looked shit that's so bad but um yeah, yeah it, it is like a lesson from the first one that it worked yeah. and it continues to work i know well, why the it's fuck like, would you go with fuck? cgi yeah yeah mm. it's so fucking stupid mm. but, um, i do need to rewatch that uh new one mm. I love the concept because it's about the uh, Norwegian it's about Norwegians. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. Um, mm. <laughs> that was that reminds me. So obviously the start of the film is when they're chasing that the dog, yeah. aren't yeah. they? Yeah. And I was like, these fucking dickheads. What are they doing? I was so like, <laughs> angry at them. <laughs> I was like, what are you fucking trying to kill a dog? And then I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be much of a film if they did kill a dog. No, I'm sure. <laughs> Just yeah, a different cut. That was. I yeah. wish they End succeeded. <laughs> this is this is one of those films that always pops up in like if you speak if you're bilingual, um, you can potentially have spoilers from this film. Oh, because really? Because oh, wow. the Norwegians are shouting, "It's not a dog!" Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! And stuff like that. It oh, kind of crops up with like Iron Man as well, which oh. has a similar sort of thing. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, Poor yeah, Norwegians. Yeah, yeah. We've got quite a few listeners. From Spoiler Norway. alerts for Norwegians. We do actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, man, when we watched it, <laughs> it was fucking ruined straight yeah. away. <laughs> we fucking knew what We want that dog dead straight away. <laughs> John Carpenter, you heard it here. He hated Norwegians. He spoiled the film for them right away. <laughs> Made sure it was unwatchable for them. <laughs> he heard they were eating but... lutefisk, and that was it for him. He's had enough. <laughs> but yeah, I, was... I would. I would... I would love to watch the film again, kind of knowing who is the thing at certain points, and then mm. kind of like yeah. it feels like a really very rewatchable mm. film, yeah, that kind of thing, definitely. Um, and then one last cool little fact that I found out was that it actually released on the same day as it Blade did. Runner. Mm-hmm, it, it did. It just yeah. came out on did the same really? day. Oh, right. Yeah, so I was that's like, crazy. Oh, what a good year. Yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can you come back later and make that? <laughs> yeah, you should, yeah, you should have been the last was, one. Damn. I was hoping you would pick me last. Fuck. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just chuck it in randomly later when we need to. Uh, say I'll just chuck it in like, again. Did you know? <laughs> it's, I was telling Sam as well because um, I didn't realize they made a video game of the thing, um, <laughs> but they did in 2002, and mm. I was just you know I caught someone, uh, somebody I follow on um, Twitch streaming it, and I thought, what the hell? So I looked in, and it, it, it's exactly as you would imagine a video game of the thing. Um, oh, among 2002 us. graphics. So you're, you're you're talking. I said I put it in Sam's terms. I said it looks just like Metal Gear Solid, the original one. Um, the you know the polygons and stuff. Polygons. Um, yeah, uh, and it, yeah, it's a first person shooter. It's meant to it's meant to be like a sequel, basically. I didn't watch oh, the right. whole thing, so I don't know. But yeah, it's meant to be like direct sequel to the to the action like the, the 1982 film, and. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's about as good as you could expect. Yeah. <laughs> Although it did get the John Carpenter seal of approval, apparently. So. Oh, no way. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think, I think it might have been one of those ones that at the time it was actually meant to be quite good, but no one fucking played it. Yeah. Probably. I, 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 like I looked quite fun. seeing, like, the, you know, the case in, like, game and stuff like that, mm. like, um, but obviously I, hadn't, obviously I hadn't seen the film, so I didn't really care. Mm. Um, yeah. I feel like you could, well, like we said, they've kind of made Among Us. <laughs> I feel like there's potential for a great film out of this. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, a great game out of this film. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Cool. So, Mark, what have you been up to? So, I watched Jurassic Park. Well, no, sorry, Jurassic World Dominion. I keep mixing them up, to be honest. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. this is set four years after the end of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, okay. when the destruction of Isla Nubar. 
So basically, all the dinosaurs now so are living side by side with humans. It'd be that's a while ago, wasn't it? It's like two, three years ago that Fallen Kingdom came out. Mm. I haven't seen it. Well, that's your fucking fault, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Matt hasn't watched the film. Watch the surprise. So dinosaurs live alongside humans, and you've got the return of Sam Neill and Laura Dern from the original series. So you've kind of got that tying yeah. of Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. For me, yeah. it kind of feels like. Spider-Man, No Way Home, Ghostbusters Afterlife. You've got a lot of fan service. Right. Here's old legacy characters with the new characters. We're tying it together. That's kind of how it feels. It's a serviceable film. Like, the new dinosaurs in it are quite good. Yeah. You've got the um, Giganotosaurus, which is considered one of the largest land predators, but wasn't discovered when the first Jurassic Park came out, which is why that wasn't used then. So it it wasn't until, like, 1995 that it was actually considered a dinosaur. Mm. Uh, they've got a Therosinosaurus, which has got like <clears throat> Edward Scissorhands-esque hands, which is quite the cool. Fuck? It's almost like a bird, but it's got like spiky fingers. would hate fingers. to see that, yeah. would hate to one of those. <laughs> and then there's the, there's a scene with uh, Dilophosaurus, the ones that have like the flared bills uh, and yeah. spit tar. That's the that, scariest one. Those yeah. ones are fucking terrifying. <laughs> so the Dilophosaurus is in this, they're kind of like almost a throwback to the original Jurassic Park. So there's, yeah. a, there's a can of Barbasol and it rolls and you're like, okay, I know what's going to happen here. So oh, it's really quite cool. <laughs> Quick question with the throwbacks. Is there anything as egregious as the fucking Han Solo name? Because <laughs> <laughs> if there is, oh. I'm not interested. Oh. No, I wouldn't say there's anything that egregious. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst fucking... Uh, yeah, anyway, anyway, anyway. You've got the, you've got the T-Rex <laughs> turns up like he does in every fucking film, like unsurprisingly. Yeah. Always... does he... There's a dinosaur the big roar fight. at the end. Yeah, big dinosaur fight and a big roar. There's <laughs> one actually that was done where it's essentially a water fountain, but it's a circle, and the T Rex walks past it, and as he's uh, walking okay, past yeah, it, it's the silhouette. Yeah. Oh, yes, it uh, is. Yeah. 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 yeah in I terms feel of a bit film, too referency in a way. Mm, like, is it a bit like. Yeah, like <laughs> it was, it's a two and a half hour film. I think it sits kind of nicely within that Jurassic world. Like, mm. it's okay, but it's never going to reach the heights of Jurassic this Park. This means I'm going to fucking love it because I love yeah. everything Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, yeah. Same for me. Uh, like, I enjoyed it, but I think in terms of this is finishing the franchise, I don't mm. know how I feel. It didn't, I didn't come away from it feeling like fan serviced. You didn't feel like closure. I did for Spider Man. So mm, I kind of wanted right. a bit more, but I, it, it felt cheesy in places and it felt kind of, I think if it'd come out before Spider-Man and come out before Ghostbusters, I might have felt different. Right. If that makes sense. Cause it kind I of still feels not like seen it's following. No, neither have I. Yeah, it's no. good. It's good, but it's just, it kind of throws you the old actors in again. And you're like, okay, here's some legacy yeah. character, which is what yeah. Scream did as well. Actually, the mm. fifth Scream did legacy characters mm. and they even make that whole joke about it, don't they? Yeah. 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 The yeah, legacy yeah, yeah. character was killed yeah. off. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's probably yeah. more it's probably more of a me problem than anything else but i had actually only realized they were doing this film like two weeks ago <laughs> when i saw a poster <laughs> for it in town i was like yeah. wait a second another jurassic park i kind of um, forgot about it because i haven't seen the second one i just one. like i, I haven't seen jurassic any advertisement World. yeah 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 so I in terms of release that. it released on the 10th which is the date that all the other mm. films have released at this point all right well. Oh, okay. Okay. It's the original so it's kind of it was nice they cool. kept it that way so they're going to yeah, do 10 films is that what that means do reckon well, I'm surprised Jurassic, they didn't hold Jurassic off. Jurassic Earth next. I thought they might hold off for like another <laughs> another year, and you get the mm. whole kind of anniversary. Sure. Mm. That would have made sense personally, but mm. sell some mimosa glasses that you can run with. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> what? Have you so not seen Jurassic World where yeah. the pterodons uh, are coming down? And he's running with them. He's saving his margaritas oh, or whatever mimosas or whatever that he's got. <laughs> yeah. 
There is cool. a clip I think I sent you, Matt. If you could play that, that'd be great. Oh yeah, shit. It's the perfect dinosaur sound. <laughs> I, I yeah, fucking really sent the cycling, but I think I totally forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I always do this with Matt. <laughs> Holy fucking shit! It's a dinosaur. Do you want me to play the thing? Oh, one? I'll, play the, I'll, I'll play the I'll play the thing one for Sam, so he doesn't feel like he's he's left out. This is the most terrifying sound I've ever had in my fucking life. Oh, it's just someone going. That scene killed me. Yeah, Show sorry, Sam. I've heard worse bank. things. I've heard worse things. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what you heard. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. It's like, the it's the uh, Han Solo name reveal in Solo. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing I've ever That's heard. That's the scariest thing. Had a quick oh, question no. about this film. Yep. Does Chris Pratt do that fucking hand gesture thing when he's like, no. uh, him and Sam Neil do it? Oh, oh, for fuck's sake. sake. No, I ain't watching this film. I ain't watching it's this like film. anyway, but I'm definitely not watching it now. Yeah, to the point where like, I saw vloggers that live out in like Florida and they went to Universal afterwards were all doing it towards the oh, new Velociraptor oh. ride. <laughs> I, I, that... I can picture him doing it in the first one. I can't, I can't remember him doing it again, though. Do you remember when there was that like, you know, whole thing I'm... where people... We're just like, sorry, go on, Trevor. I was going to say, I'm not going to be a hater. I, I did have a bit of... I did judge when you said, oh, you know, people had... Um, uh, holding their hand up at that but you know people you you do that and that's considered cringe that's considered bad but but when you do it at the tower of pisa that's fine so <laughs> no, I don't think that's fine. let me not be a hater let i don't know if that's fine hater. either no. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true very true the tower of pisa invented that <laughs> back it out right is that all that you've done yeah <laughs> <laughs> right, Trevor, what have you been up to? Um, what have I been up to? Um, games you played? What movies? Games I played. Yeah, so um, I did a. I, I have you guys heard of the quarry? Um, yes, that's actually my topic. Yeah, so I, yeah. <laughs> oh, is it really <laughs> combo? Um, okay, so I won't talk about that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, but I have done that. Um, yeah. I did that on a. Um, I streamed that the day it launched. Um, it was so. It was really fun, but it was like eight hours long which was the longest i've ever streamed and like in one sitting was that when you was, were sitting there till like 4 a.m yeah that was exactly Whoa, it. and hell. and you know how loud i can be and the trouble <laughs> is it, it gets so hot in this room with the window closed so at, at like at two hours in, i put i opened the window up because it was really warm mm. but the trouble is um my, my our bedroom is the next room over um and my partner said you woke me up because you were so loud, and because the window was open, it would just go right into the other open window. <laughs> just and leave back right. I I knew I was in trouble because I took a break at like three hours in to get another drink or something. And when I walked out the door, it was like eleven at that point. But my partner's usually he uh, he falls asleep really early, so he's normally sleeping at like ten or whatever. He's an old man. Um, but when I heard Grey's <laughs> Anatomy on again, I thought, oh boy, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm gonna pay for this one. But yeah, no, um, you just kept, I just got to a point where like, I could tell I was probably way over halfway through the game and I was just having a lot of fun. Mm. Um, the chat was mostly full of Americans at that point. So I knew that, you know, with the time difference, they'd still, yeah. they'd be hanging around. Um, mm. So yeah, just did it all in one go. It was really fun. Um, but I'll let, I, I won't say too much about it. If you're going to say stuff about it, um, we can talk about it later. Um, okay. What else have I been playing? I've been, oh yeah, I've been playing this um, indie game that I found in the Game Pass um, called Chinatown Detective Agency. Okay. Which is actually kind of fun. I I, I chose like I, what what hooked me was it was like pixel art and I re- oh sorry mm. I keep looking over here I'm looking at your guys' faces <laughs> but <laughs> but my cameras yeah um I I I was hooked because it's pixel art and I really like that as a medium I thought I think it's really cute 
but it's also kind of it's a dystopia uh, as well it's set in like a um, oh. a future a couple decades away where the mm. world's kind of like collapsing um capitalism's not doing so good the governments aren't doing so good you know that sort of thing mm. um and real. you like you kind of run this like um yeah, no, it hits a bit too close to home, doesn't it? <laughs> um, you, um, you, you, you run this small um, detective agency in um, Singapore, and you know you get lots of different clients, and you can um, you fly around the world and just kind of like solve cases, which is kind of wholesome and fun. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't finished it yet, so I don't know how the plot's going, but basically, uh, it's 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 investigating like corruption and stuff. It's just kind of fun, and it's quite oh, cool. it's quite difficult because I'm not very good at puzzles. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah. But, okay, yeah. Yeah, so I'm very reliant on <laughs> yeah, very reliant on people in chat helping me out. <laughs> but um but yeah. Backseeing allowed. Yeah. yeah. And I guess Deathloop as well. I've been playing that. I'm nearly oh. done with it. Um yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I finally got to the point and you'll know this, Matt, because you've definitely you've played it yeah. um, when it launched, didn't you? But I yeah, finally I did, got to yeah. the point where I've kind of like I've lined them all up now and it's time just to do like the one day loop. Yeah. Like break the loop um so the yeah. last mission yeah yeah the oh, last good. mission yeah 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 I keep, I keep thinking about buying that game but i know as, literally as soon as i click buy it's gonna go on game pass i just fucking know it so i'm pretty sure it's... i don't think it is i think it's a i think it's a um ps um, um exclusive now it's a timed one Timed. Is it a timed one yeah because okay. yeah. yeah. it's a, it's arcane which is owned by bethesda although yeah, they say bethesda. that because yeah. I, I played it on pc when i played it so it's been yeah, yeah, it came, it came out. Game yeah it came out on pc and playstation um it was one of those weird deals that normally because it was it came out just before, or rather, just after Bethesda was bought out by Xbox. Um, yeah. So I was, I mean, I knew it was coming out for PS5 because I was, I, I kind of keep an eye on any Arcane um, Studios games because they're like some of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I was so miffed that it came out because my PC isn't as nice as yours, Matt. So it, c- it couldn't run it. And I <laughs> no didn't have a PS5. <laughs> yeah, no. I didn't have a PS5 at the time. So I was like, oh, that bastard. <laughs> I, I was watching, <laughs> listening to the episode and you were talking about it. And I'm like, Mm, that son of a bitch. Sorry, He's living my dream. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, really, I really want to play that one. Oh, no, it's really fun. It's really fun. That, like, yeah. The combat system is almost. It's pretty much the same as like the Dishonored system, the yeah. Prey system, but um, it it has some quality of life improvements. Um, mm. the guns though, the guns are really fun. I'm not very yeah. good at them. I I struggle with any kind of like gun in any video game, but but um, the feel on the Dual Shock controller as well is just it's they have a different. Um, feeling for every single weapon in the game, um, so which you know is just kind of cool. Oh, wow. It's a, it's awesome. not it's not yeah. a big thing. It's just neat. that's something I didn't have. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joe, I was looking at getting the DualSense um, for the PC, but apparently, like it, they they don't really implement the whole mm, no, shebang. Like a lot of no. I think Metro Exodus have just included like adaptive adaptive uh, triggers. Mm. But I'm like, I honestly like would get a ps5 just for that controller because it sounds so good it is, yeah yeah I'm, the thing I'm is i think like... put it on the Sorry, credit card I was, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the thing is i think most controllers are probably going to follow that eventually anyway so mm. i don't know if it's much yeah really like an extra yeah. yeah. single player doesn't it i don't think it, it works does. so much for multi <clears throat> no no i think you're uh, right. i guess so. i guess it kind of like it can kind of like hold you back a bit on so mm. i imagine if you're playing competitive yeah or you play inverted yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, well, so, yeah. Sam, so, Sam and his middle gear. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> cool. But yeah, so, that's all. That's all I've been up to. Nice, nice. awesome. So, oh, have, have a guess what I've been playing. <laughs> Borderlands. Borderlands. I have not. Borderlands actually. I've moved <laughs> over to the quarry. <laughs> mm. So this is the newest game from Supermassive Games. Um, who are the guys who did 
uh, Until Dawn, which mm-hmm. Sam needs to do the duck. I'm playing Sam it on Friday. That's a plug. He, That's he a plug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until Dawn. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. this podcast will go out after that, but <laughs> yeah. Well, what a shame. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah. Well, you can watch it on VOD. Yeah. <laughs> not as fun. <laughs> it's not as fun at all. It's not fun at all. But you know. Go to twitch.tv forward slash distant Yes. Um, what's the saying? Yeah, so this is the newest game in their series. They obviously did the Dark Pictures anthology as well, which their games mm. in that are okay, but they're, they're all a bit rushed, I think. I feel like they're a bit too scheduled on that one, and it's not really doing it any favours. Yeah. It's good. It's all right. But the stories are a bit like... Yeah. I like I like well, those because we uh, I play it with Billy, um, and we mm. just... yeah. Because they've set up it really well for you to pass the controller between. Yeah, two for people. the co-op thing. Oh, yeah, right, that's, okay. that's yeah. a good thing that's that cool. they sort of implemented, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, until the system was shit though, wasn't it? Like you have to press A every like. That's because it's on an Xbox. Not, it was the same uh, for PlayStation, I believe. Uh, okay, yeah. I guess that, that it's was the to thing make that you ex- not exclusive. Because you've got to be still, haven't you? At one point with the PlayStation controller, and you have to like. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, they don't. There isn't a heartbeat thing in this one, so don't worry about that. Um. <laughs> But this one, this is probably my favourite one they've done, actually. Uh, like, wow. the story is actually, like, pretty decent. Um, and the characters are pretty good. I quite enjoyed all of it, really. I just, I literally finished it about 15 minutes before the podcast started. Did you? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it beforehand, but I managed to just about finish. I, um, yeah, nine people died. <laughs> I was going to say, how many did you save? How many did you save? There was nine people. How many? Yeah, the rest of that is, like, I killed nine people yeah. anyway. Yeah. That's why you finished it, because everyone's fucking dead. Everyone's don't you, dead. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, took you, them you must be play. counting their family then, because like, don't, aren't there yeah. only like no, seven No, not counselors? like the main party, yeah, because there's like a yeah, main yeah, party, yeah. and then there's like the other characters yeah. uh, in it. It's really, 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 really good game. Um, mm. they've just like It's just so polished compared to the other ones that have done. There's like All not right. much like the animations are really good. Um, whereas they're a bit questionable mm. in some of them. Some of the water animations are the horrible. Wa- oh my god, the water that was awful. That was terrible. It's, but hopefully they can patch that. that that's that was the thing awful. is like, yeah, I think they're gonna patch that because that yeah. is so. It was so that, like, janky bad. as hell. Yeah. <laughs> so but the yeah, thing yeah, yeah. is, the, the character models, <laughs> the character models are so <laughs> next gen. They're so yeah, good. Like, they look like the people that yeah, play they do. Them. It's so good. There's some wow. there's some pretty good actors in this actually. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, is there anyone famous? Yeah, oh David god, Arquette. yeah. Uh, so, so um, did you David save Arquette anyone then? No, David Arquette. Yeah, I saved, I saved some people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you save anyone? That's the I best saved, thing I, I think about until dawn, though, wasn't it? Like I played it with my partner, and we mm. saved everyone. And I played it with my friend Phil, and it was like everyone was dead. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> doing this thing. thing where like, I was like having the chat vote on what we should do. Ooh, um, like good. when it came up that's to like cool. a, a thing, it was really fun and. We did manage to save three people. Um, the, I wanted to save the two gay boys um, because, you know, um, why not? Did you make them kiss, Matt? I did, yes. I did <laughs> you made them kiss, kiss didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, Only one survived, though, me. unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least they got their kiss before they died. What a, yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah. On my first playthrough, because I did a second playthrough just um, on my own. Um, oh, nice. And, yeah, I want to do a second playthrough because I yeah. imagine like the playthroughs are so different. Yeah, they're must, different, mm, yeah. I think there's so much But on that first happens. one, I accidentally had to get one of the gay guys his hand had to get cut off oh my god don't spoil <laughs> it, it for these very... guys these guys want to play it oh yes yeah, so, sorry sorry minor spoiler minor um, spoilers for me yeah i did but, that yeah. as well anyway but um i did yeah. that on my first playthrough but uh no it's it's really good like like i say the actors yeah you've got david arquette in it um you've got ted raimi mm-hmm. who's sam okay. sam raimi's brother mm-hmm. oh right yeah um i don't know if that makes him famous but you know <laughs> he's, does, in, he's in some of his films 
I got Lin Shay, who's the old woman in Insidious. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, there's another guy in it who I he's in Santa Clarita Diet. He plays Eric in that, and his name is Skylar Gisondo. Um, I, th- I don't know what else he's in, but I know him from that. Um, he's quite good in it. He's probably like my favorite character in it actually, which is he's not in it a lot, so <laughs> it's kind of annoying. <laughs> he does. If you if you cast <laughs> your mind back to um, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> The lead, oh, yeah, the lead character Smith. in that, yeah, yeah, yeah Justice Smith. Smith yeah. The lead character Where in that is, is in this on this well. list. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a. <laughs> oh, there he is. Was, was, was he the one in Jurassic like, World? Yeah, the guy Fallen Kingdom. Like, yeah, you got Marrow. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, you also got Ethan Soupley, which is the guy in oh, yeah. My Name Is Earl, the bigger guy. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Have yeah. you seen him recently? He's a fucking tank. Yeah, I was like, he went from he's a tank tour. in this game as well. So. Yeah, everybody <laughs> yeah, was fucking unit. Everybody yeah. was calling him like hillbilly John Cena, um, <laughs> because he, he that's gen- genuinely what he looks like in this game. Fucking but hell. yeah, oh, I just, I just, I don't want to spoil it. Obviously, I don't want to say any like spoilers. But like, mm. what it was about was not what I was expecting it to be about. So that was really, really a nice experience. I hadn't really seen yeah. anything about this game. I didn't even know it was coming out until like the week before. Which is actually quite mm. nice, because yeah. you kind of go, oh, that's that. I think, it's oh, nice to get a surprise, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Because I, I normally, like with the Dark and Pictures anthology, I didn't actually play any of them. I just watched like playthroughs, because I wasn't mm. that interested in getting them. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I just wanted to see what sort of happened in them. And I played mm-hmm. Until Dawn, that was great. But but for that, for them, I didn't really want to know, because they, they weren't as good. I mean, the first mm. one... Man of a Dan. Having not played them, they weren't as good. <laughs> no, I've seen, know, I've seen them play through. So Man of a Dan was enough for me to not want to play the rest. Exactly. Of them. Yeah, because it was that until... was like that's probably the worst I, one as I, well. I like them because they're they're kind of bite sized versions. Yeah, one of my friends uh, yeah. is um, really into Little Hope. Is that one? Is that yeah, one? yeah, that's uh, the second kind one. Of crap as yeah. well. <laughs> What's oh, the like wow. Egyptian one or something? Is that like an Egyptian one? House of Ashes. That's the third yeah, one. House of Ashes. That's probably the best one. That's the mummy. Yeah, <laughs> that's the mummy. Yeah, I haven't um, played that one yet. But this one is my favorite one by far. This is so good. I just so I, is this? Yeah, I swear I ask this like every fucking time with these type of games. Is this? Does this play like every rain? What <laughs> do you uh, ask this every single yeah, time? Yeah, it, it basically does. Yeah, it's pretty similar to Heavy Rain, just yeah, you know, but polished. Yeah, I think mm. I'll give one of these games a go because every time I just watch gameplay, I'm, I'm never that. I'm just like, how was that fun? You know, like it's, I don't know. It's the story more than watch it Trevor's is the story. story. Yeah, watch Trevor. And like, yeah, yeah, watch Trevor's fucking eight-hour stream. But I think the thing that's <laughs> really fascinating, one. the thing that's really fascinating for me is that the choices you make really do have an impact on the story. Mm. Whereas yeah, if you play some like games that. and that's not the case at all. But mm, this yeah, one is kind of like it, this actually has people's lives are actually at stake. Mm. Obviously CGI yeah. people, but yeah, but they're actually at stake, and you actually like. There's so many different things like. I finished it and I still haven't really discovered what it's about in a mm, way. Mm, so I'm kind of like, okay. I've obviously missed something at some point, um, mm. which I, oh. I now want to go back and play it again because I know what to do in some situations that I obviously mm. fucked up mm. <laughs> and killed yeah, nine yeah. people. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but um, I think there's even a way to save everyone, which is amazing. There is, yeah. Yeah. There normally so is, yeah. I, I definitely yeah. want to try and do that on my own because I think that would be so good. That'd be such a good mm. feeling to have everyone alive. Because mm. quite a few people in it. Because um, yeah. it makes the credits yeah. different as well, doesn't it? If I remember it does, rightly, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah, yeah. Right. it does. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but yeah, pick it up. I mean, it's, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, fairly cheap on PC. I know Definitely it's not will. as cheap on PlayStation. It's very... Ex- I, I would say... I've been telling everyone um, on stream that, like, 
well because it's 65 pounds on the yeah, playstation which you know is a lot. Which, you know, is a lot. <laughs> but that's definitely just how like games are these days isn't it but i feel mm. like it's definitely worth getting i'd yeah. probably just wait a little while yeah, don't um, pay that. Because it's I, don't, I wouldn't pay that for any game, though, to be fair. No, well, yeah. I'll no. wait long enough to forget that you chop a guy's hand off. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's how long <laughs> I'll wait. So go, literally yeah. next week. Who's ever editing this um, is going to have to bleep and redact all that. <laughs> you bleeped his bleep, bleep off. You just say yeah. redact. That sounds way worse. Redact you bleeped his bleep off. bleep. Oh, yeah. that's fun uh, I'm, that's i'm glad that you played it too matt it is really yeah fun. i just felt like yeah. i it was the first to. one of the super massive games i've ever played um, was it yeah no, it's yeah good and everyone because it's meant to be like the spiritual successor to until dawn yeah they yeah. were saying totally um right. so i and i i'm going into that with having no idea of what you know that game's about i didn't i didn't really know what this one was about but i mean there's some hints in trailers and stuff but um mm-hmm. but um but yeah, I'm so so. I'm kind of curious to see how until until Dawn holds up in my like in my opinion. Compared, I, I, to this, but, I just yeah. one warning. It's probably a little bit jankier. It is more janky. Yeah. You know yeah, what? Right. That's fine. Because this is I, very I'm getting polished. For, I'm getting it for seven quid. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> oh, you're all good. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, yeah, jankiness. Yeah. As long as you don't pay sixty-five <laughs> quid for it, then you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> have they remastered jank, that for right. PlayStation Five, or is it still? Like, I don't think they have done. I think it's shame. I think it's probably just the PS4 game. Yeah, yeah, right. all their money went towards the quarry. Yeah, probably. Yeah, like, no upgrades yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. I'd rather that, right? I would yeah. rather that. Yeah, new game. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, because yeah. everything is yeah. a fucking remaster at the moment. Oh God, I know. <laughs> so, obviously, this year is the 40th anniversary of the first Blade Runner film. We, you could probably argue that this is probably one of the original dystopian films to mm. sort of like s- start that genre, I suppose, and start the Ridley Scott is like so good for sci-fi. He's mm. amazing, really. Um, maybe yeah. not his latest work, but <laughs> House House of Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> What's the last number one? Was it the last one? Was it the last duel where he said like yeah. millennials on their phones was ruining yeah, the cinema? Oh, no one would yeah. See it. I was like, what? I'm pretty sure he's, he's got, he's got boomer good. energy now, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> sadly, sadly. Yeah. But like, come on, Ridley. In his heyday, he had Blade Runner, and that was a great film. So Trevor. Give us your synopsis. So basically, if you don't know Blade Runner and you're unfamiliar with it, let me give you the lowdown. Basically, it takes place in a, well, at the time of release, it takes place in a dystopian future. Um, In this world, there's an evil corporation called the Tyrell Corporation. They're responsible for, or they specialize rather, in um, the production of robot, human-like robots that they call replicants. These replicants are meant to be used as Uh, slave labor in the colonization of space the story starts basically when six of these robot slaves escape slavery and make their way back to earth which is a big no-no because that's illegal (laughs) to which our protagonist a a special type of cop called a blade runner um, which is just a fancy title for i kill escape slaves um, starts chasing (laughs) them down and that is basically the premise of this story is how how our blade runner yeah um, Rick Deckard um, hunts down these escaped slaves. <laughs> yeah. I is, mean, that about, is, that about, is that the gist of it, basically? <laughs> There's also a subplot. There's also a bit of a subplot as well where um, it turns out that the Tyrell Corporation is making um, robot slaves that don't even know they're robots or slaves um, by, by giving them false memories. 
So it'd yeah. be like if you and I woke up from a, you know, woke up in the morning thinking, oh, we've just woken up from a dream, but actually we're, we're a robot and all these memories we have aren't ours. Um, yeah. There's a bit of a, yeah, a bit of that there's as well. There's certainly a lot of ethical, questionable things in this. I mean, there's supposed to be, obviously, because it's... Yeah, it's, that's exactly that's the what beauty of cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah exactly. this is this is what I really like. You, you you said it perfectly. It's one of the, it's probably one of the most major, well-known dystopian um, films of the era, mm. and it is definitely. I, obviously, it didn't create cyberpunk as a genre. I mean, it, it's no, it's no. an adaptation of a book, and I'm sure there's been several bo- books and other media beforehand. But yeah. when you think of cyberpunk as a genre, you think of Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. It it literally like defines the genre in terms of aesthetics. And yeah, yeah. it does it does what the genre is meant to do best, and it really critiques society as it exists. Um, totally. Not yeah. to not, not to have such a hot take, but like one of the one of <laughs> You're the on really the wrong t- podcast. Yeah, you guys, you guys are going to be Trevor. You guys are going to you guys are going to that down. Stick some cold gonna, milk on that. <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to be boiling. Hold on, you get ready to edit. Um, but. The thing I really like about dystopian um, media, dystopian films or whatever, um, is it kind of shows the world not as what it necessarily could be, but also it's like when it's done right, it, it shows the world as it is, yeah. albeit using like, it uses like mm, exaggerated metaphors sometimes. Mm. Um, so like when you're talking about Blade Runner, obviously it deals with, you know, slavery and whatnot yeah mm-hmm. but that that genuinely exists in our in our real life and i'm not i'm not even talking about like you know in other places in the world where they, they do have like you know slavery or whatever yeah. but if you think of I, I saw i saw an article and it was perfectly timed as well because it came out like in the papers in the in the u.s of, like last week that it, it just said that you know prison workers in the u.s they contribute 11 billion dollars to the economy 2 billion dollars of which are like commodities that they produce that like you you and i would if we were living in the states would go you know just pick up in the shops um mm. it could be like really mm. you know it's not something you would think would be produced there um and then the other 9 billion is like the work that they do that they're forced to do you know instead of you know the cooking maintaining cleaning that sort of thing yeah um and um that's just like yeah, I don't. I can't remember where I was going with that. But like, the, the, it's, <laughs> what, yeah, it kind of refl- yeah, modern slavery, and it kind of reflects that. And you know, like the the requirement, like well, not maybe the requirement, but like the contribution, like forms of slavery, slavery. Because obviously, it's not direct slavery, is it? Um, but no, but they're no. not paid in some in most states. They're not paid, and if they are paid, they're like paid up to like seventy cents an hour. Yeah, which, which is not terrible. really like a wage, is it? No, no. Um, yeah. And then also one of the things that I think Blade Runner does really well is. I know I'm being I'm I know I'm being a bit facetious with like oh he's a he's a he hunts down slave escape slaves but that actually draws a really good parallel to the history of policing in the U.S. Uh, not a lot of people know this but policing in the U.S. actually emerged out of um, um, slave patrols. Which it wow. didn't exist beforehand. Oh, wow. It was they they got their start by uh, hunting down escape slaves, not killing them necessarily. That wasn't the goal um, as it is in Blade Runner, but. Um, mm. But yeah, it, it, so there are some like direct parallels, and I think that mm. is really interesting, like avenue for dystopian um, um, media to kind of like portray and get people yeah. to think about. But yeah, that's my hot take. Sorry, no, no, <laughs> I'll no, this is I'll why I want you on, Trevor, for this. Episode. <laughs> you can, <laughs> you can edit it out. <laughs> I think that, yeah, that I, like you say, it's the, it's the great thing about it. Like it's 
it really makes you think about it, things that you can link your your vision of the world basically to. Mm. Like, yeah, it's so like it obviously deals with a lot of like you know capitalist things. You know, you've mm. got that sort of poverty yeah. gap. That is yeah. obviously very exaggerated yeah. in this. You've got the people mm. who are right at the top and like mm-hmm. so minted that they own Literally everything, basically. Skyscrapers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got the hyper consumerism right as well, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So it's obviously like a bit exaggerated to what it is here, but there's so many parallels to that, especially now at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with like exactly, organizations, yeah. it's you mm-hmm. know like petrol and everything like that. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's just yeah, so easy to sort of pick those sort of things that you you can associate with with your day-to-day life i suppose mm. um, yeah maybe not your day-to-day I would life definitely. specifically but <laughs> mm. but like I yeah would... the world around you yeah definitely. i was fine with blade runner for me like i like the um the world building and mm. the big questions and the philosophical questions about what makes us human yeah mm. more than i actually would like the film itself Yep. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the film is like. Yeah. I don't know yeah. where I sit with the film, to be honest. It's one of them ones I think it deserves to be like really highly rated, but at the same time, when mm. you watch it yourself, you're like, it's just it's a bit can, can be yeah. a bit slog. Mm. It's a bit messy slow. at times. Yeah. I found like some mm. of the there's this fucking scene right when like Harrison Ford. It's when he's in the um he's looking for like the the lady the replicant with the snake. Yes. Yeah. And he goes into this shop, and it's like shot through this glass like the window. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And um. Like, there was really bad dubbing. Like, fucking horrendous dubbing. And I was like, come on, man. Fucking hell. Like, I, yeah. I know it's the 80s filmmaking, but, like, mm. surely they could have got that right. Fucking, like, it just mm. really, like, annoyed me. <laughs> I just find, yeah. like, but throughout the film, I find there's really messy bits um, mm. throughout. But, yeah. And, like, Deckard, Deckard I just, as a character, is a. Is that like is, that in the final? He is a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. What like, is the cut like... to watch? Because that's what I'm really stuck on. Oh, I always forget which one I've seen. Is it the final cut? cut? Like, yeah, the final cut. Is the one. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I would agree with you, Sam. I think it, as a film, like the story is... Mm, but yeah. but the actual world building and like the questions it asks, it makes you ask, like specifically, yeah. what does it to mean, mean to be a human? Especially when they're talking about like Rachel or these new, yeah. these new mm-hmm. kind of like um, replicants that they're creating that don't even realize they're replicants. Um, Because they have all these false memories. Like, what is it that makes us human? Is it the fact that we like, like, have memories? Can kind of like, um, form our own identities? Like, uh, because if that's the case, then all of these are human. Maybe not biologically, but yeah, um, yeah. It really does. Like, at what point is something alive? Like, does it have to be biological life to be life? Like, it's a big question. And one of the other themes it deals with is like, it has like. So, you know, when um, I mean, you can't really spoil this film. It's 40 years old. But, um, <laughs> you know, you know, when like Roy turns up to Tyrell, the Tyrell Corporation and shows turns up to the dude that runs the corporation. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a bit like a Adam meeting God kind of moment, isn't it? Um, yeah. He kind of like I think he even says it's not an easy thing to meet your maker. Um, yeah. And he's basically there like confronting the man responsible for his life his existence his yeah and not just you know his you know the horrible life he's gone through but the fact that i think their life is capped at four years as well yeah is, yeah, which, yeah, you know, yeah fucking short which it's is so short yeah so he's there basically trying to get answers trying to like ultimately get more life um and when he's in i think you kind of get the sense that he he meets this guy right and he's just completely underwhelmed like yeah. disappointed maybe is the better word 
Well, that's yeah. like his um, god, I suppose, isn't it? In a way. Yeah, it's exactly like, it's like yeah. yeah. If you imagine, like, yeah, he's making, yeah, yeah. It's it's. it's I, like, I really I really enjoyed that element of his of it as well. Um, I thought that was kind of a that's kind of is, like what what do you do in that kind of situation? Like, it's it's almost it parallels. I don't want to mention uh, because some people don't quite like don't really like this one, but it kind of uh, another Ridley Scott film actually, Prometheus. It kind of oh, yeah. um, <laughs> it kind of like uh, mirrors that when you know mm. they meet the whatever they call, I can't I don't even remember the yeah, engineers is that what they call yeah, them? yeah, yeah. engineers um, space jockeys I think as well as what they call them sometimes um, like they just it, they were just disappointed um, and yeah. I feel like that's an that's an interesting like that's an interesting concept like how, I don't think you could ever yeah because you put so much yeah you, no, would, no. you put so much of your own feelings and like thoughts to that person it's kind of your imagination are. sort of runs wild yeah. doesn't it with that 100 like, percent. yeah it's kind of like you have this sort of picture of what god would look like or whatever mm. and then you go to meet god and it's mm. just addison yeah <laughs> it's just the guy who started the simulation why would you have all the people to call god why addison <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying it would be disappointing that's yeah. how he's gonna host like, next episode now hello it's, it's like god. you come to the realization <laughs> that god. like <laughs> that we're living in a giant simulation and the person that simulated us is like a ninth grader um in a yeah. different like reality and yeah, it's like yeah. okay where yeah, do yeah. we go from here then yeah i do but, um, feel like um uh it's Rutger Hauer, the actor isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Roy batty yeah. that's it yeah yeah his character is just like the strongest oh, so part good. Of the film. yeah oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Like i just kept sitting there thinking like Rain, he's meant to be yeah. the villain but I, all I can do is I'm root for like, this guy. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Like yeah. Ford That's the interesting thing about the film. <laughs> yeah, but like, honestly. yeah, no, nothing beats the Tears in the Rain monologue. Like, no, no. Because you, it's not just, it's not even just the, it's not even just what he says. Because that's obviously so deep and meaningful. Like, but it's the way he says it, and like, mm. I get chills when I watch it because, um, and I do pull it up every once in a while because yeah. I, oh, I yeah. because I, because yeah. I, I, I love it. Um, but it's yeah. like. The you feel like you can he he did such a good job acting this because you can actually feel like you can see the cogs turning in his mind realizing I'm dying I'm gonna mm, die like mm. this is actually it like this is this it's over and it and it like it's not gonna be remembered like it's just it's it all was a memory and it's all gonna disappear mm, yeah um, and so he portrays like... that so much in his facial um, expressions and it's just like wow <laughs> that's so yeah. so elite. Yeah, and just the like, way like the music, mm. like underneath it, and 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 like, actually like your heart, just everything about it, man. It's and the like, stupid yeah, yeah. pigeon in his hand. <laughs> okay, dove, but yeah, pigeon. I'm like, why do you have to pick up the pigeon? Leave the pigeon I wish alone. The pigeon now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, no. Sorry, Sam. Go for it. There is one scene, mm-hmm. and it. it <laughs> It's a bit of an uncomfortable scene, but I feel like no one ever fucking talks about it. So I'm gonna is it the on. rape? <laughs> yes. What the fuck is that scene about? And like, no one ever talks about it. It just kind of happens. Mm. He like forces himself on her. Yeah. It's and gross. then by the end of the film, he's like, "Do you love me?" And she's like, "Yeah, I love you." And then they yeah. run away together. And yeah, I'm like, I, and then that's... in the sequel, was... it's like they they act like they fucking fell in love, had a baby. Yeah. Together. yeah. I watched it's that. So weird. Like, it's weird. I saw that and I thought to myself, like. This is one very telling of the times. Um, mm. You can definitely tell it's a forty-year-old film at that time. Mm. Yeah. Um, but also, too, there's like it really shouldn't pass even then because it's like no, no. That's the yeah, thing. I, it's I just so dodgy. fucked up. Yeah, 
That's the problem though, because you do that. You yeah. do that in media, and then it obviously sort of sensationalises it, which is yeah. disgusting, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Which is a it's real just... problem that obviously those sort of aged films have. Mm. Yeah. It's not the only thing that is That's bad in that thing. film, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> It, there's a scene that I so this is gonna be uh this is gonna be reach and no one's gonna get the reference. Um, maybe maybe you have some uh, maybe you have some um, listeners who are uh, weird on TikTok as well. But um, there was a you know how like technology is advanced to the point you can make so many deep fakes with different voices, right? Yeah. Um, somebody's deep faked. Um, I think it's episode five of Star Wars where Luke is talking to um, Yoda, and oh spoilers. Um, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so they basically made it sound like Yoda saying, say the N-word, I must. And that was the exact vibe that I got from that scene where he's introducing the police. He's like, when he's talking about skin jobs. I'm like, yeah. the, gratu- the gratuitous use of like the N-slur, which is completely like unnecessary, doesn't help yeah. the plot at all. Like, I don't think, the, as a viewer, like, I don't know about anyone else, but um, from my perspective, when I was watching it, like, I already kind of got the feeling of what that police, op- police chief or whatever is... Job yeah was. yeah yeah i already got the vibe like i don't like he was already like i mean even if you know skin job is not an actual like slur in this in reality because there's no yeah. replicants whatever um but you but, kind like, of picked that up you you picked it up you don't need some the voiceover yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't definitely don't need the end slur just being dropped yeah <laughs> um but, i mean yeah. just speaking of the the oh, we kind of theatrical this, cut this... isn't it with the voiceover mm, this yeah. is yeah it, yeah um and this is like something Ridley Scott and Harrison Ford didn't want and I think no. there's a story that Harrison Ford purposely did it so bad because it was like if it's if I do it really bad they'll cut it they'll cut it yeah <laughs> oh my god and if they didn't no but like yeah. I, I understand that they're trying to do that kind of like neo noir you know, yeah this, that was like, the vibe wasn't it and it's just like it's such a crutch like it just overly explains characters i've mm. never actually seen this version i have not seen this version don't <laughs> it's 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 yeah. fine but like but it's just the voiceover i i i'm so used to watching i like in the past i guess i would have i must have watched the final cut or a different cut that didn't have the voiceover because the second i put this one on um because it was on prime um i was like i do not remember this voiceover <laughs> i generally didn't remember it i knew um, and it, it is very cringe it doesn't yeah. fit in the pacing no. of it either that's what doesn't make any Mm-mm. sense it no. kind of just yeah. comes out of nowhere it's it, monotone it's almost like yeah. um what's what's it called the kind of cuts you do when the cast get involved and they all chat right. over oh, like it just feels like kind of. yeah it feels like <laughs> there was meant to be a commentary for the rest and it's just that that's one it. little bit and it's like okay, why, why they've done it because there? like you said trevor it's like a neo-noir and that's obviously a mm. big thing with noir films it is they but... have that ah he yeah. was on the balcony, see and <laughs> see, <laughs> see walked into the room. Accent, <laughs> yeah. If I had an accent like that, it might have been better. But <laughs> been funny. it's just he like his monotone. accent is completely different to his. <laughs> <laughs> I shot a African tree. <laughs> see, I shot her. I shot her in the back. See? <laughs> there is actually a bit of voice of a dialogue when he says something like after he's killed the the one who shoots the back, he's like. It didn't feel good shooting her in the back. It's like literally like that's, <laughs> that's so normal. And, and the funny thing is, like, no, I oh. think he, I think his character did enjoy that. He was shooting wildly in the street, disregarding the fact that like people were about. Mm. Like he was just firing bullets left and right. Yeah. Um, Although I do love the shot when she's like smashing through the glass. That yeah, that's good. That is a cool <laughs> shot. I like her outfit. She had some. Uh, I think what yeah. the kids call drip. 
Um, <laughs> drip. Uh, yeah, drip. Yeah, um, like that see-through raincoat. Like that's that's. that's Why don't I just get deja vu from that? <laughs> that was you yesterday. Right? Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but the theatrical cut has um, the ending is fucking uh, so hilariously bad. So in the final <laughs> cut, it ends when he goes back to his apartment. Uh, is it Rachel? Is that her name? Yeah, that's Rachel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Picks up Rachel. Uh, she knocks over the origami of the unicorn. He looks out mm-hmm. and they get in the lift and then kind of the doors close and then cuts the credits. Right. So in the, in the theatrical, doors close. It suddenly cuts to this like helicopter shot, with, like going through these like misty hills. There's a road. You see a car, and it's mm. the, both of them in a car. And then this voiceover comes in, Harrison Ford, and it's like, and it's like, um, she was supposed to only live four years, but it turns out she was a special type of replicant. Who knows how long she's got left to live? But yeah, we're gonna live it through. It's like, really it's just weird. Forced, happy, it's, eager to tell the production yeah. company was like. Now we need, we a, need a happy, uh, happy ending. ending here. Mm. He just like film something. It's so That's it. Fucking shit! It just ruins yeah. everything. Like it, I adjusted one, my it doesn't review make any sense because of that yeah. cut. It's <laughs> always been sat as like a four star for me on Letterbox. Mm. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna down it a little bit because this exists. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, oh, it's fucking. It just horrible, doesn't. Like. One, it doesn't fit the story because like, there there wasn't really any development of like. I don't feel like they had an actual connection. I felt like obviously there was that dicey scene and like and that was pretty much where they left yeah. it. Second yeah. of all, like, uh, fuck this guy. I'm sorry, but he does <laughs> not deserve a happy ending, um, in my opinion. Like, yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's really difficult for me to see him. I, I really like his character. Don't get me wrong. I think Harrison Ford did a great job. I think he was perfect cast for it. I think yeah. he's a really interesting character, a very, uh, you know, a very gray character in the sense that like he's not he's not good, but he's also not you know evil mm. um he's just a flawed individual but but his job is to hunt down escape slaves <laughs> and i just can't get through that i like i'm just like yeah that's he's very reluctant about the job but like at the end so of the day he still does it <laughs> yeah. and he doesn't like it doesn't seem to like i mean he has the moments with roy in the end where like he's like oh shit what's yeah you know, it, maybe this isn't good but yeah like, but but yeah i just yeah i just don't feel like he really did deserve that ha- that happy ending that you get in the theatrical cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely a lot better when it's more ambiguous. Mm. So moving on from that then, conscious of time. Um, yeah. So yeah. the same sort of thing, I guess, with the, obviously the second film, Blade Runner 2049. It's got Ryan yeah. Gosling as the main Blade Runner in that, and he's arrested oh, okay. this time around. Um, yeah. And okay. obviously he has, I'd say this is a better journey for mm. him, for the main character, because he's like, Oh, discovering oh maybe oh, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. that. Sort of, yeah, yeah. It's I think arguably this is the better film. Um, I think yeah, so. I, yeah, I think so think too. That? I think so too. I, yeah, not as there are... obviously influential and uh, not as mm. big philo- philosophical questions, but no, it's an easy to watch. watch. Yeah, yeah, much easier. Aesthetically watch. stunning and well. aesthetically yeah. much better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's like Denis, isn't it? It's like Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, Villeneuve yeah. He's so Denis. good, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's so good, um, especially yeah. with those uh, shot like the shots of like the the scenes where he can just capture the scale. Mm. And he, he does this in all of his films. He does yeah. it like um, in Arrivals. He does it uh, in this. He obviously yeah. did, did it in Dune as well. Yep. Yeah, yeah. um, but it's just so it's just so visually pleasing. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah him and Roger and, Deakins are just a person yeah. Yeah. what I would say though is like if if Blade Runner asked the question what does it mean to be human 
Blade Runner 2049 asked the question, what does it mean to have a hot holographic girlfriend? Um, which is, I think, yeah. equally a very important That's question. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is, that is the uh, weird thing is, about it? this. That is a bit old. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. I'm but I think, old, actually, yeah. I do think, I mean, I, I, they, they get, there's a lot of jokes about that online, aren't there? There's a lot of yeah. jokes about, like, oh, holographic girlfriend or whatever. But actually, I do think, um, and I won't, I won't go nuclear. I won't have a hot take with this. I'll just say it very quickly. But um, I do think there is something to 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 talk about about that there is like this alienation we have in society especially like an overexploited society where you know you're working all the time you you know mm. um you do feel like people do feel quite lonely i think um and so i can see like somebody probably could make a point about mm, this is kind of like you know capitalism's solution to alienation um yeah, holographic yeah. girlfriend um yeah but yeah, it's it's it is funny though. It is. Yeah, funny. it is. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. Um... Like... No, go. <laughs> Sorry, I was just gonna say I remember um, showing Alyssa Blade Runner twenty forty nine because I was like, I think she might like this. <laughs> and uh, there's a big scene. Uh, spoilers <laughs> when they kind of like destroy this holographic mm. girlfriend. But um, I remember in the cinema being like, oh, that that's like really sad. Uh, and then watching it with Alyssa like a year or two later and she was like oh no his holographic girlfriend died <laughs> i was like oh my god man it is really funny but like it's also like when you think it's 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 funny because there's a lot there's this thing we growing up with the internet you meet a lot of people on the internet don't you and um mm. some people like develop friendships that last for years but they've never actually met the person sometimes you don't even know what they look like in real life and um whatnot but so so in all you know for all intents and purposes, they're, they're literally just a voice or a, or a, or a person on your phone. Or, yeah. Mm. And so, so you develop these like parasocial relationships with people that you don't actually interact with in real life. Um, so it's not like I can I could definitely see why it is meant to be sad and it would be sad. It would be kind of traumatic, I suppose, because this person that you it's not a real person, is it? But like but but then again, it, it does ask the question, you know, depending on the coding for, I guess, this holographic girlfriend, um, is she sentient like? Yeah. It would be mm. it would be sad, but it is also just so you have to suspend your disbelief so much that it is just it borders the humorous and sad at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I find like depending on how your mood and your like depending on how you're how you're feeling as your the viewer, mm. it just guess, like Yeah. Like I guess it's like Matt, if someone like just came in and destroyed your PC, you'd be sad, right? I'd be sad. I'd be a I'd bit be more than sad. This is all I have. I'd be sea fury, furious. Well, I guess my insurance would cover it, but I'd still, still <laughs> got his oh, he's such, insurance. He is such a practical person. Like that is such a ridiculous. Like that is such a sensible like response. Like, oh, my insurance will cover it, but I'm sorry, I will not. Insurance would have been like the twentieth, thirtieth thing I would have thought of. Um, you're yeah. such a responsible person, Matt. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess like you do. I think you should have gone with my car because I think that would have oh. <laughs> been. Yeah, that would have hurt a little that, bit more. I would be it. fucking fuming if anyone did anything to my car. If uh, he pisses you off, go scratch with his, his car. car. Yeah. <laughs> I would actually cry, I think, if something happened to my car. Yeah. So, <laughs> whereas my computer is like, oh, I could replace oh, my days. Sentiment value for your car. Yeah, you leave yeah. his 2002 Vauxhall course for alone, okay? Don't scratch that. <laughs> yeah, jot this down. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear an opinion of his that you just don't like, <laughs> yeah. Message me. I'll give you I'll send you his um postcode. And then yeah. 
scratch his car. Dox me. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Tune in to Dissident Naval. <laughs> what a plug! I'll do like a, I'll do like a charity stream and like if you know like you set benchmarks like like you know you donate this amount of money and then you get like, uh, some kind of prize. <laughs> if you if you if you give me two dollars, two pounds, I will dox my friend. <laughs> I feel like Matt might edit this whole section out. <laughs> I think that's probably I don't know. a good idea. I don't idea. think I'm editing this one. <laughs> oh no, stay in. It's staying in. It's sad. It's staying in. Always stays in if it's that. I have the power. That's so funny. Uh, oh, so yeah, Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like I feel like it's important to watch the Blade Runner film, even though, even yeah. though I don't think the film is amazing. I, I think it's, it's an iconic film, and it's iconic. I think yeah, it's, it's so like you say, it's iconic. It obviously brought that <clears throat> sort of genre to film in mm, a way. Yeah. I mean, there's probably other things. It's probably some Japanese no, and film it, not just film has. as well. Like it's inspired so many. I mean, if you think about, especially the aesthetics. I mean, um, the story as well in ways, mm. but the aesthetics especially are so defining for the yeah. for the genre. Yeah, yeah. Because I, mean, look, I think at, obviously uh, Cyberpunk the game. Yeah, That's exactly. Cyberpunk the game. Trevor right now as well. He's sat in a purple light. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love <laughs> That's my game. Though, isn't it? My room's <laughs> always got to be neon. I'm sorry. Tonight we're blue. I like to see through raincoat as well. It's lovely. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm cu- I got I like some tape over the, the important bits, though. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, should we move on to our next bit? This is mm. like a tri- triple Do it. threat. This is Do it. it. So, Addison, what's your favourite dystopian film? Oh. Uh, not entirely sure I'd call it my favourite. I'm not sure I have an actual favourite. Mm. You sound like Matt right now. Children of Men. I was going to say, he's not committing. <laughs> Children of Men. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Have we all seen this? Uh-huh. I don't think um, I've actually seen it. I've seen bits of this, weirdly. I don't know why I've seen it. Sure. Sure. You've probably seen the cut that's well known as well. The, the cut? Like, incredibly long scene before it Yeah, comes. it's famous for long shots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the it's got a few of them yeah, in there, sure. but there's one yeah. that's quite famous. I saw that famous. in like, media studies or something. <laughs> yeah, almost definitely. <laughs> yeah. Who directed this? Is it uh, Alfonso? Alfonso Cuaron, yeah, I think so. Because yeah. mm. he likes his long cuts, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he did uh, Gravity and Birdman. Okay. Oh, which makes Birdman. sense with Birdman because Birdman's what sixteen. Yeah, cuts and he might film. He oh, might have also Jesus. done The Revenant. Yeah, really? I was thinking uh, that he did a Revenant. I think he. Am I getting the wrong guy? Yeah, point? I think you're. Maybe. You're getting them mixed up. Wait. I might. I might be. I think Revenant's somebody. Anyway. Revenant. Uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. This Alejandro. is a 2006 film with. Yeah. Interactive. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was totally getting the wrong guy. Um, I don't know then. Uh, with Clive <laughs> Owen, he, that guy the also. I oh, know he's in the producer. Mm. He's the director then. <laughs> anyway, oh, oh, he directed. Carry on. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it's set in a world where. Um, basically, the human population is infertile for mm. some basically unexplained reason. No, um, and it kind of follows the society from there. It's a very grounded dystopia. It doesn't. It's not very futuristic at all. There's only mm, a couple of things no, that no. Are, it doesn't um, have to be futuristic to be dystopian. Though, no, it doesn't. It? No, yeah. it doesn't at all. But um, no. it's it's kind of goes with the territory usually. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And this doesn't really have much. There's a, there's a couple of things that don't exist that are kind of peppered mm. in throughout. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. But it, it's, it's just a kind of hard hitting gritty one that yeah um 
Yeah, it's got some good parallels and stuff. Uh, I think the groundedness really like it's done so well because it, it does it does feel like a future that you could exist in. Like, mm. yeah, a horrific feels one. A way yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Blade Runner yeah. feels still feels you know set in fucking twenty nineteen. But yeah, <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this film feels like yeah, you you could see this in like another twenty thirty mm. years. Like this mm. could, this yeah, is what it could be like easily. Um, I feel like it is 20 years in the future from when it was released. Okay. So I think it's like a 2027 20, sort of range. Mm. Um, doesn't feel that far away. off. Yeah. Scary to think, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not much to say if most of you haven't seen it. Just go watch it. <laughs> it has Michael Caine in it. I always forget. It does have well. Michael Caine, yeah. Michael Not for very long. He kind of like pops up in the middle. Um, yeah. It's got Julianne Moore as well. Um, okay. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I did, I need to watch uh, it again. I only watched it yeah. one. I need to watch it. it. I'm yeah. I'm not sure that I've seen it. To be honest, I have horrible memory for films, which you know is you know comes in really handy for a podcast like this. But um, <laughs> but but yeah. So I can't actually remember if I've seen it or not. But I, it doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, I, I don't want to spoil too much about it. Um, I've always heard good things about it. Um, it's actually mm. yeah one of the things I need to watch really. Yeah, the only mm. people I know who don't like it were my family. Because I suggested it a couple of years ago, um, and they just like the half of them flat out hated it. That's the worst when that happens. He's yeah. calling them out right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. My family have no taste. I, I've said that to their face. It's fine. <laughs> I believe it as well. They don't like the Grinch, do they? So that's yeah. That, that I don't like the Grinch though. So Adam doesn't like the Grinch, but hasn't seen the Grinch. We're not getting. Yeah, it. he hasn't seen it. Yeah. I know I don't like the Grinch without having to have seen it. Oh, you just take one look at the Grinch. You're like, nope. Not nope. for me. Yeah. yeah the audacity. <laughs> because he's I know green. I didn't like Elf. I know I got made to watch that and I didn't like that, did I? So. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Sam, what's your film? Or game? Or TV show? Well, surprise, surprise. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> mine is Metal Gear Solid 4. And I don't think I've actually... I've talked about Metal Gear Solid a lot. It's fucking podcast. <laughs> we haven't we spoken about 4 yet, I don't think. No, we haven't. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like... So... Yeah. Here's an opportunity. <laughs> so it's very basically, in it way. really is. It is. Yeah, yeah. It really is. Like, um, essentially, the kind of premise is that the world has become reliant on what's referred to as the war economy, um, where like nano machines, um, nano machines. Yeah, <laughs> where like war has just become the status quo, and there's like this, mm. you know wars and civil wars taking place like lots of proxy wars uh taking mm. place all over the globe just constantly and it's kind of being controlled by an ai system um mm. and it's like become the like like i said the economy of the world it's mm. the like world relying on it? the yeah. yeah it's like the currency uh everything's relying on the selling of weapons mm. um and there's <clears throat> these five private military companies that mm. have uh, spawned out of this and are just creating war for profit mm. um and essentially like uh there's one of the big things which matt just kind of referred to is uh and it's a massive machines in solid <laughs> is nanomachines mm. and um all the soldiers who are involved in these um, private military companies have nanomachines in them. And this is why I think you've spoken about it, because you spoke about it on the James Bond one. 
Yeah, that's it's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Machines. That's right. Yeah. 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 MGS4 is the one that really leads into the, the nano machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember us yeah. leaving the leaving the cinema for um James Bond and him saying, "Oh, it's the nano machine just like in uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I think we were like, yeah. that must be so yeah, tiring going to a film with Sam. You come out and it's like, that's like this game. That's oh, like that MGS. Right, yeah. it <laughs> it's so good. It's it's so was like, like yeah. Snake. I love it. This is like Simpsons Hit and Run. Wow. <laughs> now that's a great game. <laughs> fucking, I need a remaster of that game right now. That does need a remaster. <laughs> um. But yeah, with the nanomachines, the, the, the kind of AI that's controlling the war economy, um, essentially the soldiers who have these, like, it enhances their kind of battle abilities, but it also, mm. like, suppresses, uh, like, PTSD, fear, and so it's become, like, like... pain as well, doesn't it? Yeah. And pain, mm. yeah. Yeah. So they just become just, like, you know, just, uh, what do you call them, like, just weapons, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then the main antagonist, Liquid Ocelot, kind of um starts to develop this love these names <laughs> he starts to develop a device to um disable that and when that's kind of gone you start to see what happens to these soldiers all that like mm. trauma comes flooding mm. back in and they just start going fucking like crazy um yeah it's just like uh it's definitely certainly the most dystopian of the metal gear games yeah. uh, it's, it's a really interesting concept because you could totally you could almost argue that the world does rely on no, like, was a war absolutely. economy. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like it is great. It is a great dystopian genre in general, like the Metal Gear Solid um, um, games, because it does reflect society so much, especially yeah. um, our weapons manufacturers. Um, I mean, it's no, it's no secret or surprise that like whenever any conflict happens around the world, um, most recently, obviously with Ukraine, um, the the people that are profiting are like raytheon bay systems um mm, yeah. all, all these pr um, private military corporations that are weapons manufacturers their share um holder um their stock price goes through the roof and you know that means people are making money off of this misery like yeah um, 100%, yeah and yeah. it's just it's just it, that's kind of a sickness and then, but it is genuinely like it is genuinely a thing and um there was critiqued quite a lot these some of these companies take took quite a um, a lot of heat in America in the early two thousands, especially with um, the lead up to the invasion in Iraq, um, because they profited so much from that. Like, yeah, uh, just not even necessarily the arms manufacturers themselves, which definitely did. Um, yeah. and you can you can you could definitely talk about how and uh, people have talked about that. So um, people much smarter than me have to, have written a lot about how um, that's actually one of the key features of our, our economy at the minute is this war economy and like whenever businesses start to do bad in places like the united states well we just simply fix it by going to war and spending all this money on ma uh, manufacturing of all these weapons yeah um, yeah you know because it means jobs and whatever yeah um, That's the thing. so there is a lot there's a lot to say about that and i think that is quite an interesting it's quite an interesting genre um metal gear solid very relevant yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like, I remember when it came out, because I think the game came out in 2009, but it's set in 2014. Mm. Um, but like the very first act, it um, takes place in a clearly, I don't think it's ever like really defined what country it is, mm. but clearly like a Middle Eastern country. So it's mm. obviously reflective of like Iraq, Afghanistan. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really like hitting home. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's a fucking, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great game as well. Mm. <laughs> I haven't seen you stream that one though. No, I'll get there. I'll get there. I don't really <laughs> there. You'll get there. I'm just I bully him. 
I believe him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I want to know the fucking rest of the story, come on. I do. <laughs> one, thing they, one thing they don't really cover in that game is, is it how it kind of affects the public population, mm. I suppose, like the average person. Whereas 100%, yeah. The yeah, Ukrainian true. war has obviously had an impact on all of us because it's like put everything mm. up in price. Mm. They don't really mm. talk about that mm. in MGS4, do they? No. no, it's more focused on like the the soldiers involved yeah, in, yeah. in the war and on the battlefield. Isn't it? Yeah, mm, like yeah. That. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, obviously no. like an extreme. It's one of those extreme things again, isn't it? Like, exactly. Yeah, exaggerated for exaggeration. Yeah. Yeah. Effect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. So, Mark, what is what is so unlike thing? Addison's where the infertile the infertility kind of takes over and the children can't be born, this is a little bit different. So I went for idiocracy. Essentially, Classic. what happens here is that. Stupid people just keep breeding, and the smart people don't, and they end up not having children. I did send you over a little clip, Matt, if you could play that, that'd be great. Yes, oh, sure. God. Having kids is such an important decision. We're just waiting for the right time. Shit, I'm pregnant again! I got too many damn kids! Thought you was on the pill or some shit! Hell no! Must have been thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking switch. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, so basically the story of Videocracy is it's about a dystopian world that's incredibly dumbed down by mass um, commercialism, mindless TV program programming. Um, I think what's it's interesting film, actually is, is I looked... Pardon? This is a film, right? Yeah, this is a mm, film, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think what's interesting is I looked into some research about this and um, coincidentally like the first indicator that society is going that way is when a podcaster brings up MGS every fucking week because their brain has shriveled and they can't think about you know, anything else. I want to. I want to watch this. Film. I have seen that one. I have seen that study. But you know, I also saw a second study that said um, another indicator is when a fellow podcaster starts talking about Sherlock Holmes on the sequel. Um, that's that's a that's that's really worrying. Uh, so. I love it. So this um, this film follows Private Joe Bowers. He's just an average American. He's average in every single way. Average they even Joe. do blood tests, and he says average is like everything. Yeah, average Joe. Yeah. Um, so he's selected to be the guinea pig for this top secret hibernation program, but it's kind of scrapped the moment they're put into hibernation. They're forgotten about, and they wake up in the year twenty five oh five. No blimey. This future has just become so moronic because. All these in, stupid, incredibly stupid people have just been breeding and breeding and breeding. So he's this average guy, average Joe, that's woken up out of hibernation for 500 years. He's now the smartest man in the world. <laughs> I've seen trailers for this, yeah. <laughs> it's on I've Disney seen, Plus if you fancy watching it. it. It is. It's not like a, an amazing film. And I think I was thinking of other films I was going to choose for this topic. I was thinking of maybe like Minority Report or mm. Equilibrium that have kind of a bit more. Equilibrium, yeah, film. less comedy, more kind of serious. Yeah. I don't know, just... Equilibrium is fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just little things like um, they're watering crops with energy drink because it's electrolytes and the plants need electrolytes and they're feeding cows. It's a waste of a good monster can. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep saying, like, why would you use water? That's for the toilets. Like, it, it's just one of them. There's a lot of gags, but I think. The only thing with it, because it's from 2006, the director's mm. known for Beavis and Butthead. There's some mm. stuff in it that right. necessarily wouldn't fly nowadays. Like, yeah, well, I imagine they yeah. do use the like, let's say the R word quite a lot. There's yeah. a lot of other things where they say the talk, the way he's talking sounds like homosexual, but obviously not the, mm. that word. It's, it's, something it's else. very much a, it's very much a, a film from like the like the mid 2000s, isn't it? Yeah. Um, in that sense, it, I think in ways it really did. I've only seen it the once, to be fair. 
but when I, it just kind of makes me, it, it puts me right back in that place, um, mm. like high school time, mm. um, where you're just like, that's where America was at the time. Mm. Um, it's almost it's, like a skit, yeah. it's just a really long it is. 90 minute skit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't realize this film came out then. I, for some reason, I thought this was quite a recent film. I thought this was quite a recent like film. For some I think it got a bit of a resurgence for some reason. Um, mm. Maybe that's what it was. Possibly because of who was in power a couple of years ago. Yeah, I was going to say. Possibly. <laughs> possibly. Because <laughs> they make the thing of uh, just, the first, just, uh, uh, just a the first lady there. being a prostitute mm. at one point as well. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of parallels they're trying to make, wasn't there? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> we'll move on from that. We've uh, Trevor. What's yours? Ooh. Um, again, like Edison, I'm not sure that I would say it's my favorite one. Um, no. I like it, um, but it's quite a it's a it's a very like a it's a daunting thing to choose my favorite. I don't think I have a favorite. I just really enjoy the genre of dystopian um, media, especially in the cyberpunk um, vein. Mm. You know, I got the neon lights here. I'm loving that. It's, it's the aesthetic, <laughs> isn't it? Um, but I've gone with Altered Carbon, which is a um, a series Netflix adapted from from some novels. Um, I can't remember whose novels. I do have it written down somewhere. Oh yeah, Richard K. Morgan, if you're curious. Um, I'm sure some listeners will know. But basically the premise is, it's set in the future. Um, and in this future, humans have discovered how to live forever. Um, or well, theoretically live forever. Right. And I know the question is then, why is that dystopian? <laughs> but um, it, it's dystopian because it, like our society now the society in this um in this um universe is uh very rigidly class-based um so people's access to eternal life is determined by basically how much money they have what they're worth in financial terms um do you know what that reminds me of do you remember the film robots with ewan mcgregor the animated one oh yeah vaguely yeah the pixar one is it basically the robots not pixar but yeah yeah, it's, it's, I don't know who it is. Dreamworks. Basically, the robots, the wealthier robots get to have all nice, nice shiny pieces. Mm. And all the old robots are like, get all the old junk. And they basically like kill them off with a scrap it, thing. So It's very yeah, much like that. that. Well <laughs> yeah, I love that song. That's <laughs> great. They're teaching the kids about class conflict. That's yeah. very good. They're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's very much like that, though. It is, mm. it is a very rigid class um, society. Um, and much like our current, like, you know, reality, I mean, obviously we don't live forever here. I mean, we don't have that, but we have similar kind of things where, you know, you're, how much money you have make, how much wealth you have kind of, mm. especially more so in America, but also here in other ways, yeah. um, kind of determines your access to healthcare. Um, not so much here. I mean, it, they, no, uh, no. there is there is a bit of that with the private, private um, insurance or whatever, but, yeah. but also like your access to, um, uh houses housing and that sort of thing so it's a bit like that um on the top in this universe um are the rich who who are referred to as meths um and i think it's because i think it's a reference not to the the substance (laughs) but um to yeah yeah, not to breaking bad but i think it's a reference to um a biblical character called methuselah who used to who in in you know in judaism in in christianity and in islam um this person was alleged to have lived 969 years or something like that. So it's kind of like a reference to that. Um, And these people, they genuinely live above the clouds. Um, They live in giant skyscrapers that go above the cloud surface. So they are so detached from the actual real world. They don't even have to see the, the, um, the plebs (laughs) below beneath them. Um, 
and they don't interact with them at all. Um, they have pretty much full control over like it's not just the the world the the politics of Earth because at, in this future um, they uh, humans have colonized other planets as well. Um, they basically have control over all of that um, through the fact that they basically live forever and um, and and their their actual you know financial resources. Um, they basically they get to clone themselves. They use their money to clone themselves um, so that whenever they've, they've, they've gotten sick of their body or, you know, they age or whatever the case may be, they just swap back into a younger version of themselves. Um, and in this universe, that's like a very easy transition for your consciousness to do because it's like you're still you in a sense. Um, like when, you, when they put your consciousness back into like a clone, it it's it's like you don't have that kind of like body dysmorphia you like it's you you don't like your consciousness doesn't think mm, this isn't me it doesn't feel right um that's not afforded to ordinary people so basically um some ordinary working people do get into other bodies um mm. they often have to pay for that um there's there's um some cases in the show um where you know it, it's sometimes you're given a body as like restitution because you're a victim of crime um, really early on, um, this is not a spoiler, but really early on it to, to demonstrate that they basically, um, show how, um, uh, this little girl got, was, was killed, um, uh, due, due to some kind of crime and as restitution, they gave her a body of a prisoner, but the prisoner was like, it's like a 60 year old woman. And this girl was like a child, like under 10. Oh my God. Um, and they said, well, that's all you get, you know, you get what you're given. Um, so there's a bit of that and there's, there's cases of, yeah. as well where people were like, so if you were, if you were like a man, they would put you in a, um, a woman's body, which, you know, caused a lot of discomfort because, you know, that's not how you are. Like, that's not you, like, you know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. Um, so there's a bit of that, um, which is quite interesting Where's as well. Where's my penis? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the vibe. That's, that's Someone exactly like, oh, my days. Context, <laughs> someone clipped that and used that for uh, put that, that on was, the soundboard that was a tagline um, for the poster right yes, that's it yeah um so it deals with that kind of like dis that the dystopian like what would happen if we did theoretically have the technology um to live forever in a class-based society like we have now um but also um another th thread is like punishment so basically, one of the I, I wrote it down because I, I was rewatching the first season. Um, there's two of them. Um, sadly, they they did the Netflix treatment and canceled it, <laughs> yeah, um, which is a awesome. which is a shame because this, the acting is really good. The story's really interesting. Mm. Um, Anthony Matt, in he's in yeah. the second one. Yeah. Did you he, like uh, season two? I this is why I was interested to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, I I I've only watched it the once. I didn't have time to watch season two um, this weekend. Um, I, I remember liking it, but I don't think I liked it as much because I think... Nah, the first season's way better. Yeah, the first season is way better. Um, I'd have to watch the second season again to, like, have a... I didn't, like a I didn't finish it. Yeah, I wasn't enjoying it did so you much. Not? I watched, no. like, two or three episodes. Oh, wow. I thought Anthony Mackie did pretty well. Um, but yeah, He was fine. It was just... The plot was just a bit... Nice. Yeah, the plot's a bit... Yeah, it's... I feel like... Yeah. It, they, it gets a bit mystic, in a way. Um oh. Which is, yeah, it's, I'm not going to spoil it or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it, it, they do kind of blend like, not mysticism really, but like with technology, it's, it's, it's odd. Mm. Um, okay. But they also have this bit where like, basically 
um, I wrote I wrote it down as well because when I was watching, I was like, oh, that's actually a really good quote. Um, there's two of them. So the first one, when I was saying like these maths basically rule over people above, they live above the clouds. They literally think they're gods. One of them genuinely says to the main character, God is dead. We have taken his place. Um, and like he says it as like a quip, but like it isn't like it's a quip, like he's being facetious, but that's genuinely their mentality that, um, mm. that they have. I can't believe that's um, dead. So sad. Exactly. Um, and then at another point, I can't remember which character says it, but they basically sum, sum, it up, sum up this like whole dystopia. They say it's eternal life for those who can afford it and eternal control over those who can't. Um, and the control comes into the come, comes into it when they're um, talking about punishment. Like so if somebody commits a crime, whatever that crime may be, you're you're not going to jail. But basically they'll take you out of your body and they'll give your body to somebody else and they'll put you basically under for however many years so like mm. our, the main character he he the the show starts when he's been brought back from under he was he's been under for 250 years so like okay. if you imagine Christ. that yeah if you imagine that like whatever whatever you've done or whatever the, whatever um you come back and like the world has changed so much mm. in 250 years yeah and like everybody you would have ever known is probably dead like it's it's really odd, but the more more concerning bit is because of the technology, they're able to take your consciousness and put it in like a virtual reality and torture you, and just torture you over and over. And there's a there's bits where like purgatory. it's not That's a spoiler. Purgatory, it's, right? it's, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's essentially it. they design hell for you, um, oh, and they they just they can subject you to that forever basically. Um, so it That's is pretty it's, cool. it's, it's it's quite interesting to think of like. <laughs> Uh, i love it <laughs> like, i get to like, watch it's sherlock a, it's a cool yeah. concept forever yeah. it's a cool <laughs> it is a cool concept it's a concept of like it takes the idea of like what would it mean to live forever or mm. you know download your consciousness whatever that means um like what would that what could that possibly mean if it went wrong like and this mm. is kind of like it runs yeah. with that mm. um it's really like, interesting and the aesthetics are really beautiful yeah um, the, like the of, worlds are really beautiful the film yeah. that kind, of, um, kind of reminds me of is the sixth day with uh oh, okay arnie <laughs> okay <laughs> which is like it's about like he gets he basically like goes to this facility i think i, I try to remember mm. it. i haven't watched it in ages but he basically goes there to like he's feeling like a bit old and and mm. decrepit and a bit like Ugh. so he goes there to get a new body basically. so a bit like me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so he goes there to get a new body and they basically what they do is they clone you and then kill off the clone basically but this time oh yeah for some reason they they don't do that and both of them survive so there's two yeah. of them trying okay. to live mm. the same life. Mm. <laughs> Are you segueing into your one? Matt? Yeah, I felt like <laughs> yeah. it. Talking about Arnie. Yeah. It, sounds like, it yeah. sounds like a segue. It, it sounds sound like, like a segue. segue. Uh, so yeah, talking about Arnie, my actual film for the dystopian favourite, I guess. I don't know if it's my favourite, like everyone else. I don't know if it's my favourite. but I think we've all got one of... time, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do love this film. I absolutely love this film. It's, it's so ridiculous, but it's so good. I'm talking about uh, Total Recall. Not the Colin Farrell one. I'm talking about the 1990s this is the best one. Oh, what? This is the best one. <laughs> okay. This is the best one. The 1990 uh, Arnie film. Um, it's also, weirdly, you know, Philip K. Dick obviously did do Android's Dream of Electric mm -hmm. Sheep. This film was based mm -hmm. off of one of his short stories. Uh, we can remember it for you wholesale. So it's wholesale. actually... Wholesale. <laughs> yeah. Wholesale. <laughs> Um, so yeah, obviously it was like developed for film, mm. but, um, it's yeah. basically Arnie is kind of like a normal guy, normal 
jacked guy. <laughs> yeah, just your normal bodybuilder guy. Just yeah. your normal Chad, like bodybuilder, like four hundred yeah. grams of protein Dude. a day. Fucking kind of guy. guy. <laughs> and the um, he goes to this place called Recall, which is um, a place where you can have like a virtual vacation. You get memories implanted in your head. Uh, and he wants sounds to- like a great deal. Yeah, yeah. And he wants to get uh, a memory of him going to Mars and being a secret agent implanted in his head. So, um, sure, as you do, as you do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably not my that's first my choice. It's obviously more build up for it's that. It's a good one. <laughs> it's just like a little <laughs> top line sort of thing. Um, and for some reason, the, it doesn't take, and he actually oh, believes he's uh, a secret agent for no, boy. on Mars. Uh, so it's kind of like it kind of goes back and forth, but basically, he ends up he is actually a secret agent, and, and they <laughs> actually. And the agency that hired him, basically, they've erased his memories and implanted these new memories to stop. Uh, basically, the subjugation of Mars is uh, is kind of like the, the idea behind it. So that's the dystopian yeah. bit. It's like, he has to go to Mars. Get your ass to Mars! <laughs> <laughs> he has to go to Mars and he has to stop the agency to um, to basically like subjugate all these mutants in Mars mm. uh, but this is I know what you're going to say this is the one where he gets shot out of a vent and then his face goes yeah which looks like the thing oh my god yeah but yeah I mean I, I love this film I think it's actually it's a great fucking film. brilliant you got the it's woman with three boobs so haven't you at one point yeah yeah you would focus on right. love. I'm yeah, watching yeah. it now I thought I misremembered <laughs> to be honest <laughs> yeah no no there is a woman with three boobs yeah, yeah that was a it's also it's also the uh, he, he disguises himself as an old woman at one point as well oh that's great yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire yeah Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> but not, not it's not actually his face though it's actually another woman but and oh, also yeah. like he takes off like it's like a helmet sort of thing that he has takes off and his face is like you know, when you have that Terminator puppet. It's a bit like that. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> yeah. There are moments like in the, this uh, where it clearly yeah, turns into like a puppet. Yeah, there's some really dated... Artists would love that shit. Dated yeah. kind of... Oh, it's like, so good. I, th- yeah. I think they look pretty good still. They, like, they're pretty they're, good they're in this, to be fair. Fake, they're better than the original Terminator. Yeah. Oh my God, that is bad. <laughs> yeah, the, the eye scene is fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you know when he wipes the eye and it's just like so like... It looks like a fucking... Robotic. It looks like fucking Jigsaw from Saw. Mm. <laughs> yeah. oh. Jigsaw. Oh my, oh my um, god. But yeah, this is like I don't know. I just love this film. I don't know why. There's obviously the dystopian aspect to it with with Mars, yeah. but it's got some like cool actors in it as well. It's got a fucking Michael Ironside in it. Oh. Sam Fisher. Sam Fisher. <laughs> it was fucking so good. And it's weirdly I only found this out today, but it's got Dean Norris in. Uh who is Hank from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh, no, really? Yeah, he okay, pops up shit. in loads of stuff. I know, yeah. He's got like a weird... He's a mutant in this, so he's got some... Like, his face is fucked up, but... <laughs> well, that's just his face, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I do me. like him. No, uh, he's in one of the lethal weapons, weirdly enough. Is he? can't remember which one. Yeah. And I just, now I'm just kind of hoping he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's his favourite. It's his number one podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's going to blast me on Twitter. Oh, no. Oh, God. And it's got Sharon Stone in it as well, which is pretty cool. But, um, yeah. Ah. It's a good film. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I just, the action's pretty funny. Funny. Did you ever see the, the remake? I, I never I, never I have seen it. the remake. Uh, it's a bit I, too, I know they like, don't go to Mars. No, they don't go to Mars. And it's also, like, too serious. Whereas this is kind of like, yeah. it knows what it is. This is so it's, cheesy, yeah. This is like... This is cheesy even for 80s. 
This is mm. well, it's nineties. It's technically it's nineties. It feels it yeah. feels eighties though, doesn't it's, it? It's, got it's that. Yeah, so like end of eighties action film. It's like the Hangover yeah. of the eighties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, but oh my god, I just love it. <laughs> it's also got like yeah, a well, weird. It's a guy the um, the main uh, they've got like a um resistance and like the main guy is like mm. a mutant and he's got it's him obviously as a person and then he's got like a weird tumor man <laughs> attached mm. to his chest. Quato, like sh- uh, shit X Men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it always reminds but... me of someone from X Files. I think there's a X Files episode where someone has a mutant like that, and it like detaches itself and goes kills people. Oh my god! My god, <laughs> it's really familiar. There's something like this in um, Farscape, actually, <laughs> which is such a <laughs> fucking loose reference. But this is, I'm pretty sure they use the same fucking model. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like what we got in the cupboard <laughs> we've got a shed <laughs> oh we got this weird cycling total recall yeah. it's good <laughs> uh, but yeah just go get your ass to Mars <laughs> and that is it we hope you enjoyed listening to our tepid take if you want to send us your tepid takes then email us at the tepid take at outlook.com and give us a follow and a like on Instagram at the tepid take and we've been uh, the fucking what's it called again Feel free to cut whatever you don't want because I know I do. I do ramble and I. Sam's editing. Yeah, it's not, nothing's getting Sam's cut. Sam's editing. He's, he's a lazy. Mate, I'm putting the intro in, the outro, <laughs> fucking yeah. export on that shit. It's yeah. The, the worst thing is when you say just... stuff when Sam's editing and you realise you shouldn't have. Like one yes. episode, I said Thomas Tank Engine's the cunt, and he just left in. I like, I, <laughs> I know that episode. Yeah. Um, and I think you probably got quite a lot of people who agreed with you. Um, <laughs>